The expectations on IT security keep increasing. Keep the business safe from threats and attacks, both internal and external. Maintain compliance amid an ever-growing docket of regulations, mandates, and standards. And do it all while not slowing or hindering the efforts of the business. A central approach to meeting these growing demands has been log management. But while log management should be a vital part of any security strategy, it cannot be the strategy. Log management must be part of a wider security information and event management approach that provides security in a proactive and real-time fashion. So what exactly should this broader strategy entail? What challenges does it pose? And how do you determine the best solution for your security needs? Welcome to this special program, Separation or Convergence, the Conflicts Between Log Management and SIM. We'll answer those questions for you proactively and in real time with two leading experts in this area, Gartner Analyst Mark Nicolette and Tracy Hulver, Executive Vice President of Marketing and Products at NetForensics. And we begin with Mark Nicolette. Mark is a Vice President and Distinguished Analyst for Security and Privacy Research at Gartner, and he joins us now from the organization's headquarters in Stamford, Connecticut. Mark, thanks for being here. My pleasure, Scott. So, Mark, many companies rely heavily on log management in their security efforts. So why isn't log management enough? Well, log management, or the ability to collect all log data from every source, store it, and provide query and reporting for it, is a base capability. So you need to be able to do these things, and it's needed to support compliance reporting and forensics. But it's not enough in many cases. And that's because most organizations also want real-time monitoring to support security incident management, and because the data that's needed for monitoring and analysis is not always present in the log data that's being produced. And in these cases, you need to get event data in some different way from a network monitor, for example. So then why is log management getting so much attention? Right. Log management as I mentioned in the previous discussion, is a base capability. And there are really two reasons that it has received so much attention on the part of companies. The first is that log management has become part of the standard of due care for many major regulations. So, for example, PCI calls it out explicitly. And the auditors for a wide variety of regulations expect to find a log management capability deployed for systems and applications, even if it's not called out explicitly in the regulation. It's the case for general regulations like Sarbanes-Oxley and for industry-specific regulations. HIPAA for healthcare and the NERC-SIP regulations for the energy industry are just two examples. The second reason that log management is receiving attention is that it's also the foundation that's needed for real-time security monitoring and forensics. A lot of the organizations that are deploying log management, the, the project may be funded for compliance, but they want to move their security capabilities forward as well. You can think of log management as a collection tier that in many cases sits in front of the real-time event manager. So the idea is to be able to collect all of the data in real time and then to stream a filtered subset of the events to the event manager for real-time analysis. This approach allows the event manager to scale better because it's processing only a portion of the events in real time. 
Now, you talked about moving our security capabilities forward. You talked about the regulations, and there always seems to be a new one we have to deal with. And we are, of course, in a tight economy. So, Mark, as we look to move forward with security, how has that economic environment affected security spend? Well, in this particular area, security information and event management, the economic downturn has not had a major effect. The last quarter of 2008, first quarter of 2009, at the height of all of this, the number of incoming calls has actually increased. So the number of deployment projects, if anything, has grown. The effect of the downturn, though, we suspect will be in the scope of those deployments. So if your organization has a compliance issue to resolve, an audit issue to resolve, something is going to be done. But what is done, we're hearing more and more that what is done is the bare minimum required to support whatever issue needs to be resolved. So the scope of deployment is as narrow as possible. And the functions that are deployed are also maybe just enough to meet the regulation. So that means that some of the additional capabilities that we talked about would be deployed maybe in subsequent phases in other years after the initial requirement is resolved. Now, earlier you referred to log management as a base capability for our security efforts. Where does it fit overall into a security strategy? Log management is a functional capability that in and of itself doesn't really provide or describe the capabilities that it supports. And so it's a set of functions that allows an organization to monitor user activity and to monitor resource access. And this capability is important for a variety of reasons. We talked about compliance. Auditors expect it. But from a security perspective, if you think about the threat environment and how it's changed over the past four years or so, we've moved from an environment where there was noisy mass attacks to an environment now that is much, much quieter but also much more dangerous. So we have a large number of narrow targeted attacks, and the goal is to either steal customer data or steal proprietary data that is strategically important to a company. And in many cases, the only signal that you have that there's an attack underway or an attempt or that you've actually been breached is a change in resource access or a change in user behavior. And so in many cases, the monitoring technology is maybe your one and only chance to circumvent or to minimize the impact of one of these attacks. Mark, you've cited security information and event management as an area that more and more companies are moving toward. What recommendations do you have for companies who are looking to invest in this area? Companies that are looking to invest in security information and event management need to approach the project in a way that delivers quick benefits, especially in this economic environment, but that also lays the foundation for additional capabilities that can be implemented in the future. So that means that an organization needs to, yes, focus on the tactical issue at hand, but also involve the areas that will eventually use the capabilities and to consider the ultimate scale of the deployment and scope of the deployment so that when you get to phase two or phase three a year or two later, 
the foundation that you put in place initially serves that purpose as well. So it's an issue or it's an exercise in understanding the requirements at hand, but then also involving the eventual set of stakeholders to understand the entire scope of requirements and then crafting an initial deployment that gets the primary issue resolved, but resolved in a way that can be used moving forward in these other phases. As we move to bolster our security efforts, what trends or pitfalls should we especially take note of? If I was going to describe the pitfalls of a SIM deployment, it's not doing that groundwork up front to understand the ultimate scope of deployment. We've seen clients that have done a tactical, narrow deployment, and there's nothing wrong with that, as I mentioned earlier, but they did it in a way where they weren't well positioned, for example, to go from log management to real-time monitoring, or the initial deployment resulted in infrastructure that was running at 100% and didn't have the headroom to enable additional capabilities. So the caution is to do enough of that scoping up front and to involve the different areas that will ultimately be using the technology and to actually do some upfront analysis so that the organization understands things like ultimately the event rates and storage capacities that are going to be needed and the type of reporting that and analysis that they will ultimately have to support, again, so that they can engineer something that meets long-term needs, but also lays the foundation for future requirements. And it also means that they need to talk to different areas. You need to talk to your, you know, the people responsible for compliance, of course, the security operations and network operations, and perhaps the legal department as well to make sure that you have a full requirement set at the outset. Mark, thank you very much. You're welcome. Mark Nicolette is a vice president and distinguished analyst for security and privacy research at Gartner. Now, Mark talked about the importance of determining the right strategy and solutions to address your security needs. Our next guest helps companies do that every day. Tracy Hulver is the Executive Vice President of Marketing and Products at NetForensics, a leading-edge provider of security solutions. He joins us now from his office in Winchester, Virginia. Tracy, thanks for being here. Thanks, Scott. Now, Mark Nicolette of Gartner just gave us some great insights on the security issues that companies face, and you're, of course, out there helping them directly address these issues. Do you agree with Mark's assessment? On all the major points, absolutely. I think that the problem has cropped up over the past two or three years in that there's a lot of confusion between log management and security information management. And it's been lumped together, and it really shouldn't be. Log management and security information management should be a part of a single security solution. But because you have different vendors doing different things, log management has become almost a separate discipline that people look at. And that's created problems because if you look at the regulatory requirements, many of them, in fact, most of them, very specifically say you have to keep data retention for a specific time. The whole point of the regulation, though, is to secure and prevent data leakage. So having something that you can go back after the fact is important, but the intent of the regulatory requirements is to prevent the data breach from happening in the first place. Therefore, it has to be married with a security information management 
real-time threat identification and remediation process. So I absolutely agree with what Mark was saying in that log management is a basis to build a better security response system on top of, and it really requires both. You just used the term married when it comes to log management and real-time threat identification and remediation. So let's play marriage counselor, as it were. How does Net Forensics address this issue? Well, one of the pitfalls that I think customers want to avoid is to have two different solutions doing two different functions unnecessarily because that creates complexity in your environment and it also usually costs a lot more because you're not only having to purchase two different solutions, but you're also having to manage two different solutions ongoing. So we've taken the approach to say there's no need for that. As the events are coming in, they really need to do one of two branches. The events can certainly be taken and compressed, encrypted, and then sent to offline storage for the data retention purposes. But then the events also need to be mined. You need to be able to take these events that are coming in. And by the way, most of these events are flooding in at thousands of events per minute or even sometimes thousands of events per second. To be able to boil that down, show me the events that are highest priority, and let me take some kind of remediation to prevent an attack, make sure that I am having a complete view of what my security posture is at any particular point in time. So having one product do that that does both branches is certainly preferable, and that's what Net Forensics offers. We have an appliance, the Sensi appliance, that does full log management as well as security information management and remediation in one solution that typically costs half of a single solution with another vendor. Wow, that's an eye-opening number, and it actually leads me right into my next question, which is what separates Net Forensics from other vendors in this area? Well, there are a few key differentiators that we offer that other vendors don't. Number one, we invented the SIM space, and we certainly have the patents to prove that. So we've been doing this longer than anyone else out there. What that allows us to do is to have a broad customer base and to be able to take the knowledge that we've gained over the past 10 years and continuously update our solutions with that knowledge that we've gained. We have the most wide range of customers in the industry. We're specifically the market leader with managed security service providers. So if you think about that, we are securing companies that are securing everyone else. And that gives us a tremendous advantage. Not only is it a proof point that our technology is the best out there in the industry for real-time security threat analysis and remediation, but it allows us to take the information and the lessons that we learn from all of these disparate environments and apply that and roll that back into our product. So if you're a company, let's say between $5 million and $1 billion, you are getting the best-in-class security solution out there that some of the largest government organizations and some of the largest corporations in the world are using. Another key point is that we have both a security information management SIM solution for the enterprise and we have a SIM solution for companies that are sub-$1 billion. Yet, 
the security knowledge and the security process that's used to secure those large organizations is also made available through this appliance to the mid-tier companies. The third thing that we differentiate is our scalability. And some people will say, well, if I'm a $400 million company, why do I need to be concerned with scale? You have to be concerned with scale because you have to really look at what is this solution going to cost me over the long term, not only in hidden costs like hardware, but also in resources to manage that. Any SIM solution is only as good as the information that it's providing and the people that are using that information. So the information that we're providing needs to be given to customers in a very easy to understand way. And it also needs to guide them into how do I prevent, how do I take this attack and mitigate against it. And of course, under all of that is the logging piece, which we don't view as two separate functions. We view that as one function, which again is the final differentiator that NetForensics has. Tracy, one thing that really struck me there, and especially as you went through that example of a 400 to $500 million company that may not be looking strongly enough at the issue of scalability, is the wide range of issues that companies need to consider here. As you go in to help a client or prospect, what do you recommend they consider in a log management and or SIM solution to, in fact, meet their needs? Well, you hit the nail on the head, Scott, with in a log management or SIM solution, what do they look for? They look for both. You have to be able to solve both of those problems. If you look at the mandates, whether it's FISMA or HIPAA or Sarbanes-Oxley or Basel II or whatever compliance regulation you're being governed by, not only is there a data retention piece, but there's a real-time threat piece. Again, the regulations were written to prevent data leakage from happening and to prevent attacks from occurring into critical infrastructure. So logging, because it's an after-the-fact, is one piece, as Mark referenced, but the real goal is to have something that sits on top and takes those events and correlates, tries to uncover patterns of attack, things that a human would not normally in isolation view as necessarily a threat, but a true security information management system underneath taking all of these desperate events and tying it together to give the complete story can certainly give a layer of defense that you can't get any other way. And in fact, one of the most recent reports that came out, the Verizon report on data breaches, showed that almost 80% of all of the data breaches could have been found in the firewall logs. So that asks the question, well, then why did the data breaches happen if they're in the firewall logs? Because a human being or a group of human beings cannot go through a million events per day looking for those one or two events that are identified as problematic. So the customers need to understand and need to look for a solution that does both of those. They also need to look at a solution for their environment. Do I need an appliance? Do I need something that's a plug-and-play appliance that requires very little management, or do I need a enterprise-class solution that I can go in and continuously tweak? I have security operators that need tremendous amounts of analytics to be able to solve my problems. Whatever the customer needs, NetForensics can certainly provide a solution for that. Now, 
my next question might initially seem a bit redundant to what we just talked about, but your answer really highlighted how many moving parts are involved here, from the technology to the people and so on. So, Tracy, what advice do you have for people, for companies, looking at log management and or SIM? First, they need to understand what their requirements are. And that sounds simplistic, but in reality, it's not. I've talked to many customers over the years that set out to solve their security problems, to be able to shrink and reduce the amount of time that it takes them to respond to a security incident and to respond effectively. And yet, because there's so many vendors in this space, because there's this blurring of, well, is this a log manager or is this a security information manager? Because there are conflicting controls in the different requirements, that process of understanding what my end goal is, is in a lot of times much more difficult than it would appear on the surface. So understanding what is the end goal The second thing, then, is to be able to fit a solution to what that goal is. So if I want log management and some level of real-time threat to prevent the attacks from happening and processes in place to mitigate those attacks, then you shouldn't have to make a choice between, okay, I only have budget for log management or log management's easier to deploy or I don't have the resources to manage an ongoing and configure and get up and going security information management system. The next thing that they need to take a look at is long-term, what is the cost of this deployment going to be? Many times, let's say the ante to sit at the table is one figure, but then 12 to 18 months later, because they're growing, because they want to pull more data into the security information management solution, now they've got to add more hardware. And the fact that they have to add more hardware, now they need more redundant software for it. So the cost can easily double over what their initial cost was. So understand long-term what the ROI triggers are going to be for this deployment. And I think the last thing, which again is common sense, but because there's so many vendors in this space, it's challenging. Understand the vendor. Who am I dealing with? What is their history? What solutions do they have? Will they be able to grow as my organization grows? Do they have flexible pricing options that can fit my budget, especially in these economic times? References are a very good way to validate what the vendor is saying. Do they have deployments that fit my model that I can talk to and reference. So all of these things are just some of the pitfalls that we've seen customers have, and there are things that going into any solution that you're going to deploy, you should look at to make sure that you're managing through these. Now, you just mentioned these tough economic times, and that got me thinking of how do we make sure we can get these solutions through the door? What I mean is, of course, budgets are tight, so we have to make a stronger case for spending money on any solution, even security. And even though we want to make our security stronger, I always wonder sometimes if IT might be hesitant for fear of the business folks thinking, well, weren't you doing enough to secure us in the first place? So with those concerns in mind, what's the pitch we need to make here to our business folks? That's a great question. Historically, security has been very difficult to put an ROI around because it's hard to prove a negative. 
how do I prove, because I haven't had a data breach in two years, that I need additional security measures to prevent that. Certainly, the cost of a data breach is one of those things that once that happens, a SIM solution is small potatoes compared to the cost that an organization is going to end up having to follow through and make sure to clean up after that data breach. With that said, I think that the easiest way to justify the cost of a SIM solution is through the compliance mandates. Every company just about, I can't even think of one that isn't governed by some regulatory mandate right now. Every single mandate has something in there about data retention, real-time threat, preventing data leakage, the ability to have security process to mitigate and respond to a security incident when it happens. And typically, there are dollars associated with becoming compliant. So certainly using the compliance budget to justify the security spend is one level of ROI. Another level of ROI is going to management and saying the cost of a data breach, even a minor data breach, is this. Typically, that figure can range anywhere from 100 to $300 per record in the database if it gets breached. So it's very easy to say we've got a million records in our database. If I get breached, it's going to cost somewhere in the neighborhood of $100 million to clean up between fines, between security deployment, between customer goodwill by having to reissue credit cards, et cetera, et cetera. So once they see those figures, the cost of a SIM solution certainly justifies that cost. I think that another good way to justify is really because the question becomes, how much more secure can I be? Look at best practices. Look at the companies in your industry that have been breached or haven't been breached, the ones that have been breached, and a lot of this is public information, did they have a SIM solution? Chances are they didn't. If they had a SIM solution, do they have people monitoring it and do they have security policy? For the people that haven't been breached, and there are reports out there, and, and Gartner has some as well, what are the best practices for customers that are the most secure? Typically, you're going to find incident response, you're going to find log management, you're going to find security information management in there. Again, a justification to say, we need this layered defense. And finally, we as a vendor can help with that. If you feel that you need to help justifying the cost of either our appliance or our enterprise class SIM solution, SIM1, certainly talk to us. We have the tools, we have ROI calculators, we can understand your environment and put together a business plan that you can take back to your manager or your management team to say, this is a slam dunk because the protection that I'm getting through these few tens of thousand dollars that I'm going to spend greatly outweighs or certainly the cost outweighs the loss of not doing it. Tracy, thank you. Thank you, Scott. Tracy Hulver is the Executive Vice President of Marketing and Products at NetForensics. And thank you again to Gartner Research Vice President Mark Nicolette for his insights and advice. To find out more, go to www.netforensics.com. Gartner is an impartial independent analyst of the information technology industry. All content provided by other enterprises is expressly the views of those enterprises and the speakers. The information should not be construed as a Gartner endorsement of said enterprise's products or services.